Hello listeners, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Activate God's Purpose. I am always grateful for your presence. I don't take that for granted. Today, I'd like us to talk about unless the Lord builds your house. In Psalm 127 verse 1, it says, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards watch in vain. What is a house you're building? What are you laboring over? What is a city that you're watching over? What is it that you think that you can accomplish in your human form, in, with your human abilities, with your human wisdom, with your human understanding? What do you hope to accomplish? What do you hope to establish? Are you doing it with God or are you doing it without God? Have you put your plans before him? Or are you doing everything outside him? Do you know that he has a plan for you and you are ignoring it? Or you're not aware that God has a plan for you and that he will watch over that plan and over you so that you don't labor in vain, so that you don't watch over your plans in vain? and you don't build your city and watch over your city in vain. What are you building? What are you watching over? What are you keeping so close to your heart that you think that you have the power, the strength, the wisdom, the wherewithal to guard it, to labor over it and guard it? In some instances, we do have human strength. But at some point, at some point when the challenges kick in, when we don't know what's what and who's who, our strength waxes cold, our courage dies, we become lost and confused. Unless the Lord builds your house, You build in vain. You labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over your city, you guard your city in vain. What is the house you are building? What is the city you're watching over? Would it not make sense to turn them over to God? What are the plans you have set for yourself? Would it not make sense to turn them over to the all-knowing God? What are the decisions you are making? Are you watching over them? Is God watching over them? What is the city in your life that you are guarding? Is God guarding that city? The Bible advises us to submit our ways to the Lord and He will establish us. In Psalm 142, 
Let's take some real examples from David. I love the Psalms because the Psalms really talk about, they pour out emotions, they talk about reality, they express the human expression, they express the human weakness, and they express the power of God compared to our human weakness. I love David in the Bible because David, a uh, very, very um, willful guy, but he always went back to God. And in this situation in Psalm 142, I'm going to read from the Message Bible, and this is a prayer of David. He was in a cave after everything, after all the wars, the battles, after all the bad decisions, after all the things, the ripple effect of his decisions, his actions, of those around him. He says, I cry out loudly to God. Loudly, I plead with God for mercy. I spill out all my complaints before him and spell out my troubles in detail. Today, do you need to spill out all your complaints before God? Do you need to spell out your troubles in detail before God? Perhaps yes. And he continues to say, As I sink in despair, my spirit ebbing away. Are you sinking in despair? Are things falling apart? Have things gone really bad? And do you feel like you're just slowly dying on the inside? He continues to say to God, You know how I'm feeling. He does know how we're feeling because he is a God who is in touch with us. He fills our humanity. Jesus came so that he, God, and the Father, the Holy Spirit, can fill our humanity. We have The Bible says we have a high priest who knows how we feel. So he says, you know how I'm feeling. He says, you know the danger I'm in. God sees everything. God knows everything. Whether we discuss it or not, whether we tell him or not, he knows everything. He's omnipresent, omniscient. He knows everything. He says to God, you know the danger I'm in, the traps hidden in my path. So you see, as you build your house, as you watch over your city, do you know the traps that are hidden in your path? They're hidden. You can't see them. But guess who can? God can. And he says to God, he says, look right, look left. There's not a soul who cares what happens. Think about it. As you build your house, how many people built with you? How many, as you labored over, how many people rejoiced with you? As you sat up at night, watching over these plans, thinking about them, agonizing over them, how many people watched with you? But God was always there, I can guarantee that. He says, there's not a soul who cares what happens. He says, I'm up against it with no exit, no way out. Today, do you feel like everything has crumbled and there's no way out? No way out. He says, bereft, left alone. Everyone's walked away. 
Nobody cares. Nobody wants to handle the problem with you. Some people even look at you outrightly and say, you are on your own. He says, I cry out to God. Call out. But David knew who to go to. Regardless of what he had done, who he had become, the bad decisions he had made, the people who had come against him, the traps, it didn't matter. Regardless of his mistakes, his bad choices, he knew who to go to. Today, do you know who to go to? Do you know who to go to? He says to God, you are my last chance, my only hope for life. Let me ask you today, who are you depending on for your life? Who is the last chance or what is the last chance for your life? Like David, I choose God. Who do you choose? He says, oh, listen, please listen. He's talking to God still. I've never been this low. Have you hit rock bottom like David? He says, I have never been this low. Maybe at first, while you were building your house, things seemed so uh, uh, um, beautiful, wonderful. Everything appeared to be glorious. But you did not realize that you were building, you were laboring in vain. You did not realize that you were watching over your city in vain. And he hit rock bottom. And he says to God, oh, listen, please listen. I've never been this low. He says, rescue me from those who are, who are hunting me down. There are people in this world who hunt you down. I don't know about you, but I've been in situations where there were people who were just set on saying the worst things, the vilest things about me. And they created situations for my downfall, literally. I had uh, one pastor say, I will damage her. So who are the people around you? How are you building? Who are you building with? You're watching over your life? Who's watching over your life? Who are the people you're watching your life? Will they damage you in the end? Will they attempt to damage you? And that pastor would have succeeded in damaging me, except for I did what David did. I cried out to God. I cried out to God and I said, God, I don't know my left from my right. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going, what to do now. But I'm going to walk away from this place. And I just leave everything, everything in your hands. Forgive me when I go wrong. Guide me, lead me. And that's how I survived that. And a lot of times it's the people who are close to you. How do you survive that? He says to God, I have no match for them. And indeed, when they come against you, for the most part, we are no match for the people who come against us because the plans are so vicious and we, we, we are blindsided by their plans and their traps. 
It's people who we trust. It's people who we've been around. It's people who we've worshipped with. It's people who we've had life experiences with. But we don't know the traps that they set for us. And we build with them. We labor with them. We watch our cities with them. David says, I am no match for them. He says to God, get me out of this dungeon. I don't know what dungeon you're in today. You thought you were building your house. You thought you had it all together. You thought you were watching over your city. You had no idea that you were laboring and watching in vain. And perhaps you are where David is now. He says, get me out of this dungeon so I can thank you in public. I love his spirit. He's saying, God, get me out of this trouble. David knows God so well that he knows that whatever the trouble is, whatever the mistakes were, whatever his bad decisions were, whatever the terrible ripple effects his decisions had, he knew one thing about God. If I could just praise you again, if you could just give me the opportunity to praise you again one more time, I know that all this will be over. And so you've built in vain, you've watched in vain, and now you're in a dungeon. And now you don't know who to turn to, where to turn to. Ask God to rescue you and tell God that you will worship him publicly after he rescues you. He says to God, your people will form a circle around me and you'll bring me showers of blessing. He still believes that God will bring him showers of blessing. And indeed, God will. God will bring you showers of blessings. But take those plans. Take whatever you're building. Take whatever city you're watching over and give them to God. You don't know the traps and snares that have been set before you. You don't know what's ahead. You don't know who's who or what's what. You are stuck. You have no exit. What is challenging you today that is too strong for you? You feel like you are in a dungeon and there is no one to turn to, no exit, nothing to hang on to for dear life. You are no match for the people that have come against you. For the mountain, you are no match. For the valley, you are no match. For the wagging tongues, you are no match. For the people who've declared that they will damage you, you are no match. For the people who have risen against you, you are no match. But do as David did. Go to God. And cry out to him. And let him know what your condition is, what your situation is. In 1 Peter verse 5, sorry, 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 to 7. 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 6 to 7. It says, humble yourselves therefore under God's almighty hand, that he may lift you up. In due time, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. This is a good time, dear friend, 
to humble yourself under God's almighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. This is a good time for you to cast all your anxiety on him. Not just to him, on him. Put your anxiety on him. Let God take it on because he cares for you. David knew that God cared for him. In Psalm 37 verse 5, it says, Commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. In Proverbs chapter 16 verse 3, it says, Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Unless the Lord builds your house, unless the Lord builds your life, Unless the Lord takes over your plans, you build in vain, you watch in vain. Let me leave this with you. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, and that is Jesus the Christ, Jesus our Savior. If God, if God could give his only Son, for the world. Do you think it is impossible for him to love you so much that if you commit your plans to him, he will let you down? The whole point of Jesus coming is for us to have life and life abundantly. The whole point for him coming is to reconcile us to God so that God can, so that we have an avenue, we have a window, a door, a path to committing our actions to God and so that he could take over, so that we will succeed in this life, so that we can conquer our enemies, so that we can conquer our challenges, so that even if we find ourselves in a dungeon, he will come and pull us out. So today, I ask you, commit everything you do to the Lord. Trust him and he will help you. Thank you for listening. I am grateful. You can write to us at activategodspurpose at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram at activategodspurpose, on Twitter at activategodplan at www.activategodspurpose.com. Hold on to God. Allow God to build your house. Allow God to watch over your city. Bring him, bring Jesus, bring the Holy Spirit into your life. Ask him to come into your life and build your house and watch over your city and see what happens. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'll talk to you again.